Welcome to Miss Viva Storyteller Podcast. This podcast is for anyone who has lost their voice and want to get it back. I lost my voice at a very young age, and it took me years of pain and hurt to get it back. On this podcast, I will bring you personal stories that will make you laugh, cry, think, heal, and in some cases, propel you into making new and better choices. At the end of each story, I give you my thoughts and I ask you probing questions to make you think. No one is perfect and no answer is wrong. So let's get started. Hey, y'all. I am so excited to have Christine Marie with us today. She is a guest. I met her a couple of weeks, about a week ago. So we talked and I wanted her to be on the show because, you know, sometimes we have people and they have the same way of doing things. But I wanted her up here because she does things differently in a positive, in a good way. And I love that. You know, you get in the same rut and you start doing the th same things over and over again and getting the same results. And you're wondering why? Well, today we may have a different way of doing something that's going to get us different results. So with that said, I want Christine Marie to tell us about herself. Tell us about yourself. Well, w before I start, I just want to say, can I put you in my pocket and carry you around everywhere I go? I've never had an introduction like that. And I just, it makes me feel like a million bucks. Thank you. Uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. That's what I want. I want my guests to come on the show and I want them to feel good about themselves when they come and when they leave. So, yes. So please share. Tell Thank us about you. yourself. Yes. Um, so my name is Christine Marie and I am a holistic menstrual coach, which means that I work with the womb. And I would say my expertise, I am not a doctor. I am not a functional health coach. I don't work with the whole system. I just work with the womb and I'm qualified to do it because I end suffering. I developed a system that ends suffering. So I don't have, you know, a lot of times people say, well, where's your certification? And I say, well, the certifying authorities don't have a solution. So if you want me to be certified by some, by what does not work so that you can feel good about working with me, then you are a victim of the same system that has perpetuated this ever-increasing trend of menstrual suffering. Mm. And so you have to, if you can't be willing to come to a solution, if you're not, if life isn't pushing you enough, if the suffering isn't pushing you enough, that my lack of, a, of letters behind my name stops you, then you are entitled to your journey. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, yeah, yeah. I think I, I'm, I'm sorry to stop you with this, but I think that's a great thing because, you know, oftentimes there are people out there that don't have letters behind their, their names, but they're just as smart as anybody with letters behind their names. So, no, that is you don't have to. No, that's good. When you come, you have information and we want to hear it. 
those people that need to hear it is going to hear it. So finish, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and that's what matters to me because what I found, what my research has proven is that this is a non-medical problem. And the only reason I know that is because a non-medical solution solves it. Hmm. If medicine solved it, I would call it medical. I go to a car mechanic to get my car fixed because that's the solution to the problem. And so that is that that is what I do. And that is what and, and getting this information out to the world is is my is my life's mission. And the only reason I know it is, is because when I do it, I gain energy. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, you know, I, I remember my mother, she's an attorney and she would do her legal work and she would go, gosh, this justice, I have to go to work. This doesn't feel good. But when she teaches yoga, mm. oh, she's amazing. And it's like, maybe you're just a yoga teacher and that's okay. Yeah, we need you to do this, you know, so that the lawyers can be great at lawyering because they (laughs) do a good yoga class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so that's that's my story. I mean, I know we're going to get into like the hows and the what's and the history later, but that's overall it is I just have a a sincere obsession with uh, empowering menstruators to embrace pain free PMS-free living. Yeah. Well, you know, I um, shared a story and I told you about the, the this particular story. I shared a story about myself, about listening to your body. The name of the story is called Listen to Your Body When It Talks. And my body was talking to me and it was telling me stuff. And at the beginning, I kept pushing aside like often women do. We push stuff aside. You know, we have to keep going. We have to keep taking care of the family and and all of that. And we just put ourselves last. But it got to the point where my body was screaming, you need to do something. Mm. And I went and I was persistent. I was like, I'm going to keep going. I kept going to the doctor and he was telling me that I was fine. I'm like, nope, I'm not fine. My body's telling me I'm not fine. And so finally I went back to my primary care doctor and she was the one that found out that something else was really going on. And the sad thing about it is, is because he wasn't listening. I started listening to my body when it talked. He wasn't listening and I had to go someone else. I almost died. And I end up in the hospital, you know, having to have a second surgery and going through a whole bunch of stuff. But at the end of the day, I listen to my body. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not always 100% all the time. Sometimes I listen, but sometimes I push it off because I need to get something done. But then it circles back and I'm like, okay, this is the second time that it's come back around. You need to do something. And, you know, we all have a certain way we've been programmed. Okay, you need to go to the doctor. You need to go this. But sometimes you need something different. I don't like taking medications. But so if I can find like um, some kind of herb or some tea or something natural, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted you to come on because you have a different perspective. It's mm-hmm. not the norm. And there may be people out there that feel like, you know what, I've gone to the doctor. I've done all of this. but it's not working. I want something different. 
So what happened in your life? Did something happen? Did a sto what story or, you know, because we all have stories in our story, something happened to us back in our past. And this is my story that led me to this. So right. what what happened that, you know, what story, what happened in your past that led you to this? Well, I want to give the short one, but something in me, <laughs> in your body is going, take the long road. So I'm going to take a little bit of the long road. Okay. Answer. Okay. And if you're like, nope, just cut to it, then you tell me. Okay. Okay. We're good. So, <laughs> so what happened is uh, we have like two storylines. So the first thing that happened is that I... When I was in sixth grade, at the end of the school year, they said that I was going to have to repeat sixth grade because I I passed, but I passed out of kindness, not because I earned the scores. And my mother wasn't accepting that answer. And so she had me, she had me take an IQ test and the IQ test demonstrated that I had a high IQ and this certified these results qualified me to go into a very competitive academic program in a different school system and allowed me to go to seventh grade. And so I didn't have to repeat sixth grade, but I'm thrown into seventh grade knowing, me knowing, my mother probably fabricated the scores. She probably paid this doctor to make it up. <laughs> I don't care. It was it was UNC Chapel Hill, like Tar Hills, like the to me, the best school in the world. And I was like, I don't know how she got this doctor to lie, but somehow it's impossible that I could be smart. Impossible. So I'm in this class and then these great in this program. And my mother says to me, if you don't understand something, teach it. Teach what you don't understand. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how am I supposed to teach it if I don't get it? Make it work. Figure it out. And wow. I knew I didn't have this. So what I did from age 12 was I started working holistically. I started looking at, here's the problem. Here's the solution. There's got to be a way and it's not coming through here because this failed me is for all, for as much as I know. Mm -hmm. And I did it. And I started and I realized my problem obviously was confidence. I didn't believe that I was smart. And so instead of going, I'm confident and I'm smart, I actually embraced the wholeness of what I was learning and trusting that all of the elements will tell me what I need if I just look at it in a different way. It's kind of like that adage, you are you are all that you think about. Or someone says, how did you know I was having a bad day? And it's like, uh, it's all of you is telling us that you're having a bad day. Like you can't hide. Nothing can hide from what it is. And, and this includes what we learn in science and history and um, uh, English and, and stories. Stories have an arc. I can guess that there's gonna be conflict, you know? And so then it became less about Am I smart enough to get a high score on this test? And more about what are the clues that are going to show up on this test that are going to tell me what the right answer is? Because everything's always going to point to yes, and it's going to point to not yes. Mm -hmm. And I got used to that. And I did that kind of holistic work for years, for, for my whole life. I've worked holistically to beat systems, to hack systems. And 
And so what happened is that I had this through line going. And then when I got my period, I was in debilitating pain, pain from the start. Never had a cycle without pain until in my 20s when I worked with a naturopath and I had four months without pain. Wow. But those four months didn't treat the PMS and the mood swings and the fatigue. Mm. They treated the pain. And before that, over the course of the years, birth control, endometriosis diagnosis, surgeries, fertility treatments, everything being a good patient, doing it the medical way. But the problem is that the medical way, they give you birth control, which addresses the symptoms Mm. and makes your womb regular. But if I was to hold my little puppy, my little dog, if I was to hold him right now, and he doesn't want to be held, obviously, because he's not here in my lap being held. If I was to hold him and he didn't want to be held, he would wriggle and wriggle and wriggle until he got out of my arms. Well, your womb is like, hey, I'm screaming in pain because I'm I'm out of balance. I'm telling you I'm out of balance. So if I try to force it into balance, it is a balance, but it's forced and the womb mm. sits there and wriggles out. And so then you change birth control and then you change again. And now uh, your mood swings, because the birth control is only treating the pain and the regularity. Mm-hmm. Now your mood swings are out of whack. Now your energy levels are out of whack. Everything, there are after effects and after after effects that are happening. And so I had done that dance. I had lived that whole life and I had suffered immensely. And I was on the verge of of looking at psychiatric medication for my PMS because those three to five days were wrecking my family life. They were wrecking my relationship. They were wrecking us our our system yeah and what happened is that i was sitting across from a student doing test prep with her because i found a hack for the act she was an sat student so i found a hack for the sat again no mind don't not using your mind i use the format and the environment to beat the exam so i'm sitting there with her tutoring her and i look at her face and i go you have cramps and she goes yeah, yeah, I do. And she's like, how do you know? Because your face is racked with pain. I know that face. I have that face. I've seen it in the mirror many times. And she goes, well, I'm going on birth control. And I go, oh God, because I knew, I knew what was coming. And so it was like a slow motion moment where I saw the life that is available to her with this process. And then I said, I wish there was something I could do. And it was like from my mouth to God's ears, like a star lit and hit something else. And what precipitated from it landed and I suddenly knew what to do. And Mm. I asked her to try some things. And she said, yes. And I asked another student who also had menstrual pain, can we try some things? Yes, we tried it. We tried it. It works. We see diminishing results. And I did ask her, can you wait on the birth control? And she did. Okay. We see that the pain is going away. We see the mood swings going away. I'm trying it. Okay. It works for them. 90 days goes by. It works for them. They're pain-free, PMS-free. What if it worked on me? So I try it. 
Oh, and you I tried it on them before yourself. <laughs> Smart. Go ahead. They're 16. They're 16 okay. and they're, you know, their their body is working fast. I was 38. And so then I I try it on me. And what we do know is that the womb degenerates, mm-hmm. whether you're on birth control, whether you go to the doctor or not, the womb is degenerating because they don't treat the womb. So I'm like, let's see what's happening over here. Let's see if it works for this because I'm way down the road. Yeah. And it worked on me. And it took a little bit longer. So I saw the ending of the symptoms. The diminishing was starting at 90 days, but it was not until the fifth month of of using Mm -hmm. my system that I had the feeling, I, I woke up and said, oh my gosh, I just got my period. And it wasn't, oh my God, my period days and and yeah, Yeah. it was, I just got my period. And then like cut to over a year later and I had to buy my first box of ibuprofen. So this is something interesting in the U S we can buy ibuprofen, like 500 milligram Mm -hmm. tablets, a jar, a giant jar at CVS. (laughs) <laughs> in in Germany, you can't do that. You can only buy a box and it has 12 tablets. And they tell you if you take more than three a day, 12, 400 milligram tablets. If you take more than three a day, we have a problem and you have to go to a doctor. We can't like give you, we have to tell you, you can't take more than three times four, 1200 milligrams a day. Right. And this one was popping like a thousand milligrams each dose wow. in the day when I was in my pain. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I had to decide, do I take more ibuprofen and feel a little bit of relief or do, and, and get sick and also get sick mm-hmm. because of overdosing on it. Yeah. Or do I not take it and still be nauseous and still be in pain? Lose, lose. But now I'd gotten to the point where I had not replaced a box of ibuprofen in over a year. Wow. Because I'm not popping it because it doesn't, it's not needed. And so that is what happened. And so after I proved it, that was when I said, okay, I, I proved it on five people. And by the time I got to the fifth person, I said, I feel really good about standing behind this. And so I'm going to, I'm going to take it out there. I'm going to take it out into the world. And, and that's the story. Wow. Well, one of the things, like I said, I love the fact that you tried it on them <laughs> before you tried it on them, but I don't, I, there was no danger. I'm sure it was, I know it was no danger because it didn't involve any kind of pills right, right. or anything like that. It right. was just a yeah. different way of doing stuff. And I like that. I love the fact that, you know, you have a different perspective. Everybody is not going to be for it and that's their right, but you just see things differently and God made all of us different for a reason so that we can reach people who feel and need what we need. And another thing you said that I like, um, for me, you know, when I went and when I go to my GYN, I love her because she would rather go a holistic or herbal route than to get out her pad and write out, go take this, that, and the other. And you are right about the birth control because for women, that is a lot of the times that's always their answer when we have cramps. And I had cramps from, whew, I had cramps of life 
And, you know, I don't anymore because of my doctor. Now, she's not totally, you know, she just gave me some herbal stuff. And she was like, I think you need to try fish oil, like I, I was telling you. And she says, not going to be like the first month or the second month, but the more you keep taking it, the less is you'll see a difference. She did not lie. She, <laughs> I went, when I went back to her, I was like, I love you because it works. So I was telling my nieces, I was telling everybody, no, listen, if you have bad cramps, it's not, it didn't take it completely away, but I was, a, I'm able to walk around and yes. do stuff, you know, without being bent over. And, you know, sometimes I have my days or I've had my days where I'm like, okay, I just don't, you know, I just want to relax and just lay here or whatever, but not like before when it was like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. So, um, I'm fish oiling and I love it, <laughs> you know, but besides that, what do you suggest? Is there something that you can tell us, if, you know, something that you can start? And I'm sure one of them is going to be the breathing because I've done a lot of research on how we breathe and how taking breaths mm. and relaxation is very key. And it's just like when people give birth, they always tell them about breathing for pain. Mm -hmm. Now, am mm -hmm. I right? Well, here's Some, the thing. <laughs> is it breathing or no? Some of uh, it. I, I can't. Okay, so. Okay. There's the relief route. Okay. So you're talking about relief. Mm -hmm. Relief from what comes every month. <laughs> and what I'm talking about is it not coming. Oh, okay. Yes. And so... Where you, the fish oil is relief for something, but it doesn't end the pain. Okay. It doesn't end that it occurs. What we do is we end the occurrence because we're not feeding the elements that feed those actions, right? Okay. So... Um, so yes, I could tell you yoga poses. I could tell you what food to eat. I could tell you, um, something that gives you relief often, especially when you talk about breath is to do cardio, to do Peloton and to do a hardcore yoga class or to run when you are menstruating because you're forcing that breath and, and the breath is happening in the lower part of the body where it needs to happen. But here's the thing. All of that, especially cardio, is a short-term relief mm. that's going to exacerbate the problem because when you are in the phase of menstrual shedding, what happens is your body's systems actually close down. I think of a, I always think of a New York City high tower building, big office building. And I think of what it looks like when the office group leaves and the building choo, 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 shuts down. And then about one or two hours later, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night, we see the lights come on. Boop, 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 boop. Mm -hmm. And it's the cleaning crew. And they're cleaning with no interruption. They're cleaning, they're replacing things, replacing the coffee, replacing the paper. They are recovering the office from the day that it had, they are the support team. And see, when we try to push past that, that step, in this metaphor, that looks like 
showing up and trying to run a conference meeting with everybody around the table while you have a cleaning crew vacuuming and changing the coffee and shuffling the paper and you know, listening to the music and dancing while they're vacuuming. And then the conference person is like, oh, hold on a second. I needed to say it again. We would never allow that to a business. We would say we're impeding the function of the business. We're leaving money on the table. We're making more problems than we're solving because we can't do what we came to do. So what do you suggest? Can you give us some tidbits Can you give us something that we can start doing to help us? Um, Listening to your body. So um, I'll give you a short form. So I have, as you know, I have online courses. I have like no touch experiences that I do where you get the goods and you never talk to me and you just show up for 10 minutes a day and you restore your life because of course, I'm trying to get as many people on board as possible. And I can't be everywhere at once. So I made a a program to ensure that you're getting the best of what I've got because I need your candle to light so that you can light somebody else's candle. Mm. And so, so obviously you can get my course, but the short version of it is that we have four menstrual phases and those phases have a physiological way of being. And physiologically, if we nurture what it's cluing us in that it needs, then it triggers the right hormones, the right exercise, the right food. It tells us, we suddenly go, I want sardines. Why do I want sardines? We hear this with women who are pregnant and it's the baby and it's it's their body saying, (gasps) Give me what I need. And that's why they have conflicting cravings. But you see, we're craving all the time. We just override it with habit. And so Hmm. when we're in each phase, I'll take you through the four phases. If we, are we good on time? Is this, do we have time to do this? Yeah, we got about a good six minutes. Okay, I'll try to go fast. Okay. When we're shedding, the menstrual shedding, that's priestess phase. That's when we should not be around people because we have nothing to give. We need to give to ourselves, sustain ourselves. Our appetite is low. Our body is laid out flat. We are fatigued. It's fatigued because it needs, it expects us to be resting. So that is the first one. So we nurture that resting period. The next one is soldier phase. Just like a slingshot, we pull back to shoot beyond what we expected. Soldier phase is cooking with gas. It is the time when we are most like our allies physiologically. We even have testosterone pumping in our blood at this time. So we are checking off boxes. We are cleaning. We are doing 10,000 things at once and loving it. Then we have peacemaker phase where we are still extroverted, which we were also in soldier, but our mental is passive. So we're not as dogmatic. We can have conversations instead of just yelling at people. So this is a great time for sales. This is a great time for chairing meetings, for any kind of togetherness activity. And then I'm in peacemaker right now. And then we have queen. And so the same way that we have arrows that go in so that we can 
in soldier and peacemaker. In queen, this is the other phase where the nurturing is happening in here. So all that energy that like, wah, in soldier that was happening, it's in queen, except that instead of it being outward looking, it's inward. And we know this to be the phase where PMS is existing. Mm. But PMS exists not because everybody else is wrong, but because this is the time when our passionate love for ourselves asserts itself and says, you got a big problem. You are not taking care of yourself. And instead of us hearing that and dealing with it, and we can process it through our phases, instead of us doing that, we turn, because we are taught to be of service, to help everybody, we turn on the world around us and we rage at them. We rage at them for not taking care of us and for not taking care of this and this and this. And why do you always, why do you never? Mm. And it's all us. Yeah. And so the beautiful thing is that when we clear that, when we use menstrual alignment and nurture our wombs and restore ourselves and live in our normal, we don't experience queen like that. We experience queen as this, like, oh, this is the time when I call my friends and family and I look around and I go, I love you so, so deeply. I am so grateful for you. And I look at my life and I can go, this is not okay anymore. Oh, and this is better. And it's better for better, for better, for better. And so all of this is happening by listening here first. Yeah. And that's kind of like um, when I share earlier about the story that I wrote about is listening to your body because it really does talk. Now we need to get it to talk. I need, based on what you're saying, I need my, I need to listen more so I can understand what it's saying because ultimately it's telling you what it needs Yes. And we just have to be more in tune. So that's what I'm taking out of what you're saying. What you're yes. saying to me and what I'm getting is this. Basically, I need to listen to my body, but I need to be more in tune. So that means that I need to take more time out, spend more time within myself so that when it speaks to me, I know what it's asking for. I know what it's telling me to do. And it's just like, Back then, before I went in the hospital, my body was telling me, you need to take care of this. I'm yes. getting worse. Yes. I'm telling you, I'm getting worse. And I'm showing you through yes. pain. Yes. But you don't have to go through all this pain if you would just listen to me and go ahead and take care of it. Okay, and that's so what I do is I, I teach you, I translated it and I teach you how to hear yourself. And what I do with my online course is that you have a first pass of 30 days, 10 minutes a day, and you start affecting those. And then you do it again. I reset your course and you do it again. And now you're hearing it more deeply and you're going, ah, this was better, but this is even better. And then you do it again so that by the time you're in your 90 days, you are not challenging the boundaries that you're setting because you're getting the relief and the results of not saying, I'm saying no, because it's the power word, because I need to assert my boundaries. You're going, no, because I love you so much. And I want to be able to show up a hundred percent and what you're asking takes away from that. So that means there's somebody better. That means there's somebody better to help you. Well, this is great. This is good. And I love the way that you, you explain it. 
Um, so please, I don't want us to run out of time. So I want you to be able to share with my audience, you know, how they can reach you and, you know, tell us about, you know, what, what, what you have out there that you're offering. And, you know, if you have a book, if you have a pocket, anything that you have, please share with us so that we know how to get to you. Yes. Well, the number one thing is my website, sparrowholistic.com. You can also use sparrowcq.com. And that is where you can join the mailing list and know all the things that are happening. Okay. Um, but I would say from there, you can find everything. My online course, my VIP programs, I bring menstrual alignment to the office. So my DEI people, my HR people who are trying to figure out how to fix that well-being situation, because it's the number one reason why people join a company, I have the answer and it's super cool and it includes getting your menstruators out of pain. Um, so I have that. And then I have a giant, very involved program. That's a 12 month container and everything is available and described on sparrowholistic.com. Perfect. And because you're in Germany, a lot of the things, even if you do one-on-one, -on -one, you can do video. So you're, you're able to do it video. Yeah. I work and remotely and I'm always, I'm an American. So I'm always going back. Okay. And so you come back. And I okay. like dash, yeah. When I do it in oh. person. That's perfect. Oh my God. You have done different. I, I love different. I I'm different. My name itself is Valeria. It, you know, it's just different. And I love different because it just helps us to get out of the regular way of thinking. And sometimes different, different is what we need. And I love it. So thank you, Christine Marie, for being here. Thank you for sharing with us. I'll make sure that I have all the information in the description so you can reach out to her and thank you so much. You've been amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being such a beautiful, radiant <laughs> host. Oh, this was wonderful. Great. All right. Bye. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I pray that this episode has brought some joy to your life and you have learned something about yourself. If you like what you hear, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. And for more information about Miss V the Storyteller, you can visit my website at MissVTheStoryteller.GoDaddySites.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.